0: everyone welcome back to gaming the system this is another bonus round this time we are doing our top eight best bosses in video games these are the ones that oh i've noticed so much recently that bosses are just cut and paste things you just stick them in to be a you give it a load of health and you go oh it's a big boss oh it's just getting in the way to slow you down but the best bosses are the ones that have a real story behind them you have uh to you know what the work that makes the thing that makes a good fight is the world before it and the world after it and how has that changed that's that's how i like to measure uh sometimes a really good boss so to start us off uh alex what's your one
1: okay well, i'm gonna kick off with a classic uh from the original team Raider a very iconic boss and i'm sure you already know what it is and it's the t-rex which you find in uh, i think it's in the peru level which is quite early on uh, they redid it obviously for team raider anniversary made it look a bit more shiny and put in some quick time events but it's the classic team raider that i'll always remember you could feel uh this sort of vibration well not really At the time you wouldn't, but imagining it in your head, you could hear the stomping of the T-Rex coming from afar and the ground was shaking. And then suddenly you realised there was this huge dinosaur and you had to fight it in the middle of this valley. Um, And it was quite scary, I remember, at the time. But when you kill it, eventually you feel, you're just like, oh God, why are there dinosaurs here? And then you start questioning that kind of thing. Um, But yeah, it was just absolutely iconic. Um, from the first Tomb Raider, and uh was it fun and a fun but difficult fight.
0: God, just maybe what you just said then was that, reminding me of that feeling of when you see a boss and you go, whoa.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you realise you're going to have to fight it. You're like, okay, <laughs> now, it's, now it's got me all.
0: Being yeah. surprised and and innovative, and I never played the original Tomb Raider. I I can imagine the first time you go. Whoa. <laughs>
1: um,
0: I'll I'll go next. Um, Caroline, have you got the drive open?
2: Um, yeah, but I can't share screens as easily on here. But I can figure that out. What picture would you like me to bring up? As
0: uh, guardian ape, number one. So uh, uh, I'm currently replaying the game Sekiro Shadows Died Twice, which Mm -hmm. is uh, made by the same guy who made Dark Souls. And it is just flawless. It's got some of the best combat ever. It's so absolutely incredible. And the way uh, Hidetaka Miyazaki creates stories is he creates this incredible world and then the story is told through the world um absolutely um amazing so this is the guardian ape and this is one of the toughest bosses um and it see you can stay straight away it looks incredible and it takes place in this massive reservoir and it leaps around and is so unpredictable and so aggressive and rage filled um and the story behind it is it's um uh your the person who uh, helps your arm your mechanical arm um he fought this uh monster with his lover a long time ago um and it killed his mother his 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 lover and I think that's her sword that is in its neck um and that sent him mad basically and turned him into this rage filled monster and Now his penance is he he carves buddhas and but when you carve a Buddha, the way the Buddha comes out is a reflection of your karma, and so his karma is so damaged that he can only um carve wrath filled um buddha which is awesome and can you uh, show the second Guardian you picture yeah. Just so, so start off that's an awesome boss fight and then you you kill it and it falls to the ground you think you kill it by you jump up and you take that massive sword and you twist it around so its head comes off and then you go because that was one of the toughest fights mm. and then, then this happens perfect timing You've cut its head off and then it goes and picks its head up, picks up the massive sword that it's in its neck and comes and fucking comes after you again. <laughs> and, and the reason that is, is because there's this, the waters of Ashina, which is this place, are infected with a uh, centipede like the, gives you eternal life but you rot it's it's sort of a a perversion of immortality that's why it stays alive um and that was that was a long spiel but i'm just so in love with this game at the minute it's mm. it's incredible so that's that's my my one uh, caroline would you like to go next
3: uh,
2: yeah so i am as you know playing uh dragon age origins again and um, basically main reason I'm doing this is to get back to the end final final boss fight um, where you take down the arch demon right at the end of the game um, the arch demon is a big old dragon basically um, but that doesn't really do it justice and that boss fight has a really strong memory in my mind which was so it's the first summer after I um, was my first year as a teacher I just It just was the start of the summer holidays and I just sat down with my Xbox and started playing Dragon Age Origins and didn't really stop. And the boss fight for that, I, it start, I got there. I got to the final boss and it was like midnight. I was like, come on. And I'm a better gamer than I was then. And I've still never been the most skilled fighter in any games. And so I was like, right, I'm not going to bed until this is done. And it was 6 a.m. 6 a.m. is when I managed to
1: finally defeat
2: the archdemon. Um, and it took me all night, and I stayed up all night because I was gonna defeat this archdemon. And it was just it's an epic battle. Like there's armies everywhere, there's you're controlling so many people, there's a huge scenery, there's a dragon. Um, it's just the most epic battle that I've ever been involved in. So that is my ultimate boss fight.
0: Oh, it's, I I I want to play. Because the Dragon Age and Mass Effect are basically two sides of the same coin. It's like Warhammer and Warhammer Forty K, and they were so awesome. I want to play them all again, but I haven't. I haven't got the mental fortitude to make that many decisions about life and death for so many people. I don't know. I don't know how to do it at the minute. So I need, I need to wait. And thinking them, they it's like they're like mountains because mm. they're such a massive three-game commitment. To maybe I'll wait until I'm retired and like 70 and I've forgotten all of it. <laughs> well, hopefully 90, then I've forgotten all of it. We'll see. Um, Alex, would you like to go next?
1: Jem, Gem, have you done your? You have.
0: Oh, sorry, yeah, Jem. yeah, yeah, you oh. did the dinosaur. Sorry, Jem. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, so I'm gonna go with the Lich King in World of Warcraft, the mm-hmm. online game um just because i think i wasted so so no not wasted spent uh, many 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 hours trying to kill him in our in our 25 person raid group and um we were one of the um one of the top raiding guilds on our server back in the day and i was the main tank um in I was a druid, and I was um, in my bear form. I used to tank, and it was a really long and intense fight. And you know that I mean, most of them were, but this obviously, this this guy, the Lich King, was the end boss of the Wrath of the Lich King um, uh, version of World of Warcraft, and um, and it it was awesome fighting him actually because he really was really powerful and looked really scary and fought really well and it was a really fun fight with many many layers and I mean I was just having a look to remind myself because it's been years since I did it and there's like multiple phases to the to the fight and it was you had to really focus and it would take sort of like half an hour to to actually fight him until till death and you know when you've got 25 people connected from all over Europe um and everyone having to do their bit and you know it would be a case of like oh no so someone's just gone offline what are we gonna do and so there was it was just a really good we were all on um team speak I don't think don't even know if that's around anymore and um you know lots of um instructions being shouted out and things so it's it was it was a really not only is the boss, the character really cool. Um, and, and I was quite sad actually, because when I looked into World of Warcraft recently, um, somebody comes along and kicks his ass. And I was like, yeah, you know, that's just not fair because he was like the biggest bad. And then suddenly he's not. And it was like, I just didn't believe that anyone could come along and kick the lich kid's ass except for a very, very talented group of raiders. I was involved with.
0: you seen the South Park episode about World of Warcraft, yes?
3: Yeah. Of course, <laughs> they,
0: they, they, cap, they capture it perfectly. They?
3: Yeah. I would, I would not entirely agree.
0: <laughs> oh, all men,
3: yeah, no, so. I'm pretty sure
0: that <laughs> they capture that that, that's, that captures the stereotype. Yeah. Um, so, number five, uh, I will take this one um i've got some uh photo of that as well caroline if you can um uh, get one of them up um it's salanthropus from metal gear solid 5 the random pain this is the uh the titular metal gear of the game um and it is stunning it's one of hideo kojima's best uh bosses in my opinion um it's this massive walking tank that um is designed to be a portable nuclear weapons um carrier and it can it's incredibly fast it's incredibly powerful it's got a, a sword a massive sword it can pull out it's got uh, like heat seeking bombs that it it throws out it's got a flame a penis that i can't i don't know if you can see there
2: <laughs> I mean, it's uh, an interesting choice
0: yeah and <laughs> grenades and everything and you have to you have to hide from it you have to fight it it's got this massive fuck off laser cannon incredible and like it's 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 gradually revealed to you as the game goes on until finally you go and you go fuck just like the um the dinosaur <laughs> uh, <Yes. laughs> yeah so that's that's my number five caroline what would be yours
2: uh, mine would uh sorry i can't obviously do two things at once and think at the same time mine would be um i'm, I'm in a zelda place at the moment okay Look, this is very much where i am these days and i'm gonna go with um puppet ganon from wind waker so wind waker is Probably my favorite Zelda, which makes me not very cool amongst obsessive Zelda fans. Well, it depends. Like, There's a very split. There's the sort of people who are like, oh, Wind Waker's too cartoony and childish, blah, blah, blah. And then there's the people who realize that Wind Waker is one of the most genius games ever. Um, and I'm very much in the second camp. I love Wind Waker. You're on a boat. You're always on a boat. You're just going around finding flying islands, talking to fish to get them to fill in your map. You know, it's the best game the ever. Fish. <laughs> <laughs> i actually had a friend who played it like about 50 percent through without realizing you were meant to talk to the fish to get, them to get them <laughs> your map and how he did it like you don't have a map if you don't do. anyway but puppet ganon is just one of those like zelda f- boss fights tend to be very stage or he's in a nice big auditorium but what I love about this boss fight is the way that you get to use the tools that you get to use that you get to use your cool boomerang and you've just got this puppet version of terrifying boss Ganon. He's a silly puppet version and it's cutting strings. It's constantly just get your ass down from the ceiling, hit him in the face. And I don't know. It's just the some, I had to choose a boss from Wind Waker because I love all the bosses in one. And there's something about that fight that is so satisfying. Because, again, as Gen's you say, Matt, it's one of those where they keep coming back. They keep coming back bigger and stronger and you're like, oh, it's like another fight. It's another fight. And it's, it's like defeating Puppet Gannon is just one of the most satisfying things. But mostly I just wanted to say how good Win. Okay.
0: I hate the games where you go, you kill them once and you go, that felt a bit easy.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, they're back.
2: It's the horror film thing of like, he's never really dead.
0: <laughs> um, okay, Gem. What would you want to be?
3: So, um, I am going to go oh, back in time again. I have played some new games recently. <laughs> But um, but I'm actually going to talk about we we've just been we were having a discussion about this before we started recording so um, but I I'm going to talk about Nemesis from Resident Evil Three so we thought it was Chainsaw Man but it's not it's Nemesis oh, right. because um, so I played I think I I, th- I played the first three uh, Resident Evils but um, uh, back in the day when they originally came out on the PS one um and um and nemesis was my nemesis and it is in the game because he basically just keeps tipping up and you never know when he's going to arrive and it's always in those calm moments where you think like oh I've just done this thing I've got a few minutes to explore and go and get this thing and um and and then you'd go round the corner and he'd be there, star just like this, <laughs> and and he just gets more and more scary as the um as as the game goes on and just really frustrating. And I have a vague memory of um of being on a train and running up and down this train trying to kill him. And it, you know, towards the end of the game, it gets to the point where um. It only rocket launchers will work against him because he's so rock and um, you know it's just horrible and I uh yeah I think for me he will always be the uh probably one of the 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 most hardcore bosses that I've experienced saying that I am on my way to I think probably the um end scenes in in Resident Evil Village so I may change my mind when I've when I finish that game but I I am at the moment putting off playing it because I'm too scared of dying so um and I'm gonna get to the point where I'm gonna have to start from the beginning just to learn how to use all the guns again (laughs) So, so yeah Nemesis
0: um Oh, I'd be so excited to compare notes on Village. village. Um, Alex, number
1: eight. Okay, well, I guess most people would describe my choice as a mini-boss. And it's um, from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And it's when you go to a very early level planet um, called Bogano. And uh, the boss in that planet is Octobogdo the bane of my life um and he's like a little toad kind of like creature whether he's got like a chameleon tongue and it comes out and attacks you and things and you look you go into the cave and there's a nice shiny at the other end of the cave and you're like oh I want that shiny and you go in and think oh this will be easy it's just a little toad no it's not it's not easy and then every time you die you lose all of your XP it's kind of like that dark souls mechanic where you have to go and pick up your souls again same thing happens in jedi Fallen order except it's with all your xp so you have to go back and grab it but of course if you die in the in the wrong corner of the cave you have to try and get past Bogdo Bogdo to get to your xp and then get out and escape before he can completely kill you again immediately um so many an hour was spent going back in just for the XP and being like, I'm going to escape this time. Mm-hmm. I can get out. And then eventually I returned when I was appropriately over-leveled, as I do like to be in these games. And I killed him and I, I was happy and it was all good. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but he's a tricky blighter, he's Octobogde. You think it's easy, but it's not. So even though it's a mini-boss, I'd say it's probably one of the hardest bosses and star wars jedi fallen order
0: i started off with jedi fallen order being a little bit disappointed hmm. um but it had one of the best lines of writing which really encapsulates um because it starts off you think oh the jedi are the best but they're actually hmm. really like preachy and thinking it, it's saying oh you should just just don't be angry Whereas what you should do to get to to peace is you need to explore your anger and then come mm. to the conclusion that uh, it's you want to be peaceful. Um, but then the Sith go, we've got all this power and all these emotions, and we want to live our live as our true selves. And then uh, the a lot of the main enemies in Jedi Fallen Order are Jedi like younglings who were captured mm. and then converted to the Sith, and you're fighting one of them. And you're, of course, your young Jedi being all idealistic and your enemy says you didn't endure the loneliness, the torture, the isolation. And you go, well, then, of course, you'd you'd be furious with the Jedi because they didn't protect you. And that a yeah, fabulous bit of writing.
1: Mm. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed the story generally. I'm really looking forward to whatever the upcoming sequel will be, hopefully.
0: Mm, I, do, um, oh, I do. I do, love lightsabers are the
1: coolest I know they uh, are.
0: <laughs> okay, so that brings us to the end of our top eight best bosses bonus round. So as usual, please like and comment because that's the best way for YouTube to go. Oh, actually, these guys are awesome. We'll share them as with as many people as possible. And also please share and subscribe because that helps us as well. <laughs> um, we'll see you every Thursday at 7pm as usual. See you soon.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> we hope you enjoyed that episode of gaming the system if you want to support us you can donate to us through our paypal by sending it to we are at gmail.com if you want to send us a one-off donation if you want to donate to us monthly you can subscribe to our patreon at patreon.com gamingthesystem gaming until next time bye bye